Hello and welcome to the Let's Get Visible show with me, your host, Janine Coney, personal branding expert, marketing and business mentor and international style coach. And I'm passionate about empowering you to build an unstoppable personal brand and image, to grow your business, develop your marketing skills and elevate your self-esteem and confidence to create a standout personal brand. Hello, hello, and welcome back to a brand new series of the Let's Get Visible show with me, your host, Janine Coney. I am so excited to kickstart the new year with you all once again. But first and foremost, I want to say a huge thank you to each and every one of you for being such an incredible part of my journey, for all your support of the podcast over the years. Your enthusiasm, your engagement and your loyalty have honestly been the driving force behind my growth and I'm endlessly thankful for your ongoing presence in my community, both on here and on my social media feeds as well. Now, today is an extra special episode as I'm joined by a previous client of mine, Clara Stanbridge. Now, Clara is a true authority in the world of soft furnishings. Her journey is a testament to grit, creativity, and relentless dedication in business. She's built a super successful business. And in our conversation today, we're going to delve into her story. We'll uncover the invaluable lessons she's gathered along her remarkable entrepreneurial journey. Our focus will be on unravelling Clara's path to success and understanding the pivotal moments that have changed and shaped her business. We're here to explore not just the triumphs, but also the challenges she's encountered and the wisdom that she's gained along the way too. It's conversation brimming with honesty, with uh, insights and lots of inspiration too. So I can't wait to get started and I kick off the conversation with Clara talking about her journey and how she found her way to doing what she does today and the driving force behind her passion too. Um, So I am a specialist in made-to-measure soft furnishings. So that envelops curtains, blinds, cushions, headboards, anything made out of fabric for interiors, essentially. Um, And I completely fell into this industry. Growing up, I was quite naive. I absolutely loved anything creative. I've always been super creative. But I was raised to believe that a proper job was at a desk or in corporate. And the thought of having a job in the creative field, I didn't even know existed. So for over a decade of my younger life, I wanted to be in the police force. And it was only when my life circumstances took me in a direction where I had to find myself a full time job and quickly that I stumbled across a local firm near to where I live that were essentially a family-owned interior design company that specialised in made-to-measure curtains and blinds and had their own workroom. So I started there at the age of 18 um, and surprisingly, absolutely fell in love with it. And I couldn't... And, and nothing, no experience doing. in that beforehand, you know, like at school or anything like that, nothing. No, nothing at all. I mean, I believe nowadays there are courses in schools for interior design, most certainly at university. But Mm. back then, we're talking 12, 13 years ago now, 
that was not promoted at school mm. um, and those weren't the subjects that I wanted to follow anyway I was so focused on being in the police I was studying criminology and psychology and sociology um, I wasn't studying art and design or anything like that and uh, unbeknown to me my creative side was uh, stifled but I didn't I didn't realize it until I was put into an environment where I was allowed to express myself um, in terms of home design and mm -hmm. I just absolutely loved it and realized that that skill was innate in me. Wow okay so from from kind of not even growing up thinking about that you found something found kind of something you absolutely loved and did you decide at that point that that was what you wanted to do from there on did the police then go out the window? Pretty much it happened very quickly but I, I've had a a thought my whole life that all I ever wanted was to get into a job that I knew like the back of my hand that anybody could ask me a question about that particular field and I would know it so in essence I always wanted to be a specialist a specialist of something I wanted to be the top of my game in something um, and I just didn't really know what that field was until I suppose it found me and then I I realized I just wanted to absorb myself in that industry. I wanted to be a knowledge sponge and learn as much as I could about it. That's good because I was going to say, because lots of people could say that, couldn't they? You know, I want to be, but you are, and we'll come on to that and talk more about your brand. So how did you do that? Because, and I'm sure people can take something away from this from whatever um, kind of field of industry, business, yeah. whatever that they're in, of you're looking to build. What actually then... What did you do that allowed you to become and built you to become the specialist that you are today and recognize that? And as I say, we'll talk about the kind of clients you work with now, but later on. Yeah, I would say never become comfortable with the knowledge that you know. So I've never been comfortable with what I, I know. Everybody I speak to always commends me on the amount of knowledge that I have. But to me, you know, it, it will never be enough. Um, this industry is essentially a, a fashion led industry. There are new fabrics released every few months. There are new styles that come and go. So this industry is ever changing and therefore people's knowledge about the industry should also be ever changing. That first uh, company I worked for when I was 18, the, 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 the owner of that business, um, was coming up to his 80s and he'd been doing it since he was in his 30s and he told me you know Clara I, I'm still learning now you know back in my day it was all um, traditional swags and tails and trims and pipings but now we're into the realm of home automation modernization through um, telling Alexa to close your curtains and blinds and so for one person even through one uh, career lifespan this industry has changed tenfold. So the reason why I feel my experience has allowed me to have the knowledge that I have, I've grabbed every single opportunity with both hands. I've never felt comfortable just sitting at my desk and doing the job. I want to get stuck in. I, I go out and I follow my fitters around and I, I'm never too scared to ask a question. You know, be free enough to, to ask questions. You don't always have to know everything. You can be the expert on a subject, but you don't have to know everything about that subject. We're always so, learning, aren't we? Always. And, mm. and we're surrounded by others that have had their own experiences and have their own knowledge. So 
I always ask questions and I always get involved in every process of the client's journey so that I can see it from their point of view and see how I can improve for my clients. There's so much to take from that. As I say, whatever business you have isn't there. Everybody should be learning, looking at every process they have. Um, one thing I want to talk about before I put a pause on it is actually, do you mind telling people how old you are now? Because I think that it's interesting for people listening. Yeah, no problem. I'm 30 years old and I've done this since I was 18. Exactly. And you've built up a super successful business in something that people would look at and think, oh, I'm sure you have to have like years and years of industry knowledge, which you do have. But you've built that up in a short space of time and have a really successful business. Yes, I've but, only had my business for four years. Exactly. I mean, amazing. And what have you learned from the mistakes that you've made or challenges that you've had? Because people have those along the way as well, don't they? Absolutely. And you know what? It it won't be my last you know in in life you have experiences that teach you and uh, no error is always a bad error there's always good to come of it you learn from it and that is why I waited a long time before starting my own business so like I say I've been doing this 12 years but only had my business four because for the majority of that time I was learning through experience and I learned how um, other companies ran their companies. And I took uh, an, an approach where I sat back and I observed. I wanted to see how others did it. And I'm clever enough um, that I can take what processes I like and what processes I don't like. You know, not something that works for me might not work for someone else. Yeah. But I know how I wanted to run a company and I know what um experiences I wanted to keep close in my mind so that I could always better myself yeah so you had a vision didn't you definitely um I knew that the knowledge I'd accrued was going to be beneficial to others in this industry I knew that but I wanted to do it in a way that made this industry very simple because to the untrained eye, curtains and blinds seem very simple. And mm -hmm. I, I was exactly like that when I was 18. I thought, curtains, blinds, how hard could it be? Uh, but then you quite <laughs> quickly realise the intricacies of this industry. It is a millimetre precise industry. So, you know, you have to get everything completely right because people are paying for a totally bespoke product. You've really carved out a niche for yourself, as in the people that you work for and anybody who follows Clara's account, you will see that she is obviously very confidential about her clients that she's working, but she will post, you know, from the houses that she's working in uh, on and they are like something else, aren't they? Uh, like another level is, is that did you set out? with that in mind as well of like this is the these are the, the the clients that I want this is the audience that I want to work with because you work with designers as well don't you yeah so I've worked with everybody over the years um and my background in this industry was both in domestic and commercial so yes I would do private clients homes but I would also do hotels and embassies and hospitals so I got a really good varied approach um, across commercial and domestic. Mm -hmm. And then I had that moment where I had to try and think, well, what area do I want to slot into? And it's weird because you, 
businesses grow so organically the way that I thought my business would grow ended up to be completely different anyway but what I just found is that I gravitated more towards interior designers mainly based in London but also they gravitated towards me it's almost like we were speaking the same language they must have um, related to you it must have been yeah. the background and everything you, you, you come through because you know people relate to obviously other people don't they and that builds yeah. the connections that's got to have been there yeah and I think it's to do with my um consultation because uh as you know the work that I did with you mm. focused heavily on on core values and I, I mean I came out with so many lessons from our meeting together which I'm sure yeah. we'll touch on but um the main one being that my main core value is honesty because I my consultations I take such great pride in them being hugely honest I believe every product has a pro and a con and it is my job to ensure the client knows of all of them so that they are the best informed to make the best decision for them. And that's why I think designers gravitated towards me because interior designers have a huge task to fulfill. They're overseeing projects where they're doing lighting and artwork and flooring and joinery and the window treatments. And they simply cannot be the experts of every field. But what they need is their dream team surrounding them. They need suppliers and manufacturers and contractors that they trust not just for their knowledge but they trust in their clients homes and that's why I feel like we talk the same language because I'm a very approachable person I'm a, I'm a nice person to be around but I'm also hugely knowledgeable in this industry and I give honest but polite advice so I, I think designers are comfortable putting me in front of their clients and their projects and they know where they are with you mm. Exactly. What great advice to people, because I know going on to the time that we spent together, Clara and I spent a whole day together, really delving into her personal brand and her business brand and really getting her truly, truly aligned on this. And actually, when we really focused on your values and I noticed that you're using those in um, in your bios and went, like we've just talked about that now without me mentioning it, has that stayed with you since that time? And has it actually helped you move forward with your clients as well? Oh my lord! I think it will stay with me for the rest of my life. I I, I don't think you know how much that day, just a day, changed me. Um, you know, you expect, you know, as a business owner, I should know in one sentence exactly what I do, but I'm not ashamed to say I didn't. You know, mm. I, I was almost too many things to too many people, and it created a, a grey area in my head of you know what actually am I? You know. Yes, I can chew your ear off about what I do, but if I was in um, that elevator pitch with you and I had 10 seconds, I'd really struggle. Mm. At least I would have really struggled. Um, and what I came out of that day with was clarity, so much clarity over exactly what I wanted to call myself, what I wanted to offer in a nutshell. And that's yeah. the best way to put it. In a nutshell, I knew then exactly who I was, why I was like that, and what sort of clients I wanted to work with. It's kind of like we unpacked it all, didn't we, together, um, talked it all through, and then put it all back together in a logical order. <laughs> yeah, and I, I needed that, because sometimes, uh, and this is going to be the case for every business owner, you get too absorbed into the business, mm. into your everyday, that you don't actually look upon it 
um, from an outsider's perspective anymore because you're too involved. And by unpacking it, it managed to make it so clear for me. Even going back on experiences of my past, that was huge for me, going going back over all of that. Um, Emotional, but also (laughs) enlightening because you you like to think of these descriptive words for yourself and go, yeah, I, I do want to be called that. And yes, I would like to be known for being like that. But actually, when you look at the most significant times of your life, you actually start to realize why you like to be called those things and what experiences you've been through have allowed you to become that person that you are today it was why, it was just amazing and why those values meant so much well it wasn't yeah. we were both I mean we we covered a lot in that day and it was really yeah. empowering but the thing is when we unpack that and what I'm able to do is be able to see your like zone of genius and I can kind of start pointing those things out to you because I see the things that you're saying and I can start piecing those together so it meant so much to me when you left at the end of that day and you felt like you did and then I've watched you grow from there as well. And you know, I've been watching you closely because I'll often comment on what Clara's putting yeah. out into the world and I can see her moving forward. You've then gone on to have personal brand photo shoots as well, haven't you, from this too? Yeah. Um, and you're building on that, which is absolutely amazing to help elevate you even more. Um, you know where you're taking your business over the next year. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I'm currently still going through my rebrand. So Mm. um, stage one was my time with you because I wanted to have clarity over what direction I wanted to go in. I knew the business needed a rebrand. I just needed to make sure that that rebrand said exactly who I am and what I stand for and Mm. what my USPs are. So yes, I did my day with you and got complete clarity. I've had the brand photo shoot day. Um, so now I've got amazing photographs to go and coincide with my new website and logo that's yet to be launched, but soon will be launching. Yeah, because we also, part of the day, I remember we talked lot. We talked quite a bit about the colours that you'd been using. Yes. Um, and I think a lot of people, and you'll probably... I think you'll agree with me here, Clara, but please, if you don't say (laughs) so, um, when you first started your business, I think you did what a lot of people do, which is go, I like this color, I like wearing that, or I'll do that color because that's the in color of the moment. Mm. But actually, then we discovered, didn't we, more about you and what, uh, when we look into the meaning of color, Um, we looked into the colors that truly resonate with the brand that you're trying to build also emulate your personality as well so that then when Clara or anybody is able to or wants to brief a designer um, to help them with their logo design and their website design they can give them a really clear picture because these people are going to ask you all those questions and it can't be based on what somebody else is doing or what you like from somebody else because that's when mistakes can happen and you can look back a year or two years down the line and not actually feel like you are aligned or you relate with your own brand would you agree with that yeah I I would completely agree with that and that's exactly what I did um but also my business changed um like I say fairly organically Mm. part way through 
when I first started four years ago, I solely wanted to be just a consultant in this industry. And, and I wanted my uh, knowledge to help other trade professionals. And as a consultant, I chose my favorite color, which was orange and thought, yeah, do you know what? Orange and consultancy, I think they go well together, orange pops. And I thought that that would be quite an eye-catching color. But, you know, yes, I like orange, but the orange shade that I used, I didn't like. Um, that sort of orange does not speak to the kind of clients that I work with. And my industry is a heavily visual industry. Uh, people are drawn to styles and colors, and therefore the color of my logo is not just simply that. It's such so much more. It's, it needs to be a representation of who I am, um, and therefore I didn't want it to be just black and white or gray. I'm not a monotone person. I, I, I love color, mm -hmm. but I also wanted it to be high-end, luxury-looking, luxury, because yeah. the quality of the products that I make are extremely high quality, and something like a bright orange <laughs> didn't get that across. Not really. So, um, yeah, with you, we went through the psychology of colors, and also it was a bit of an epiphany moment that just where you happen to be sat on that day. You were sat in front of a beautiful inky blue wall and you looked fantastic. <laughs> and I thought, well, if she looks as that good against blue, maybe oh, I definitely. can look that good against blue. <laughs> it was perfectly, perfectly the right colour choice as well, wasn't yeah. it? For you yeah, too? it's working really well. I'm really proud of the new logo. I can't wait to launch the website. I can't wait to see it. When's it going live? Do you know yet? Um, hopefully within the next month, uh, we're just finishing off some videography, um, yeah. but the, the bones of it are done and it's looking really good. And, Amazing. Uh, exactly what the web designer wanted. He, he said, I just want you to end up with a product you're really proud of. And uh, I'm so, so proud of it. I oh, that's how you should it. feel. Amazing. I can't wait to see it. So um, I'd love us to kind of end on what do you think, if you could go back to the beginning now, like four or five years ago, mm. what advice would you give yourself if you were starting out in business now? What have you learned? I, I wish I would have had that day with you back then. I wish I would have put more energy um, and effort into my brand right at the beginning I suppose when you're first starting out and you're about to start your own business it's a huge thing anyway it's the biggest leap of faith I've ever had to make and I just did it knowing that I had faith in my own knowledge so you sort of go into it dipping your toe into the water because you just think to yourself god like nobody will ever pay for me, you know, let alone me. Mm. Um, so you don't throw yourself in completely because, you know, it's like heartbreak. You're too scared to throw yourself in. You sort of give yourself a little by little every single day. Mm -hmm. um, maybe that's why my business has changed organically because as I've grown in confidence, but I wish I would have had the confidence back then to have had days like the one I had with you mm. so that I started with that clarity you know it i if i could tell my younger self get that clarity over who your clients are and exactly who you are and how you want to spend your days um and what sort of clients you want that align with 
you and your core values yeah. then then that's what I would tell myself and I think I mean that's lovely thank you um you know I haven't asked Clara to say that just in case anybody's thinking no, she really has not at all she didn't so thank She's you just my guru. <laughs> um I think that when we start out as well Clara we start out looking around us and we all do that and um, what I loved about what you've done is you've now built your business for you and mm. your family and it's honest like you say it's showing your experience your confidence shines through because it's built on solid foundations mm. and that's what I try and you know make really really clear to people is then you're kind of like unshakable because it's part of you um and yeah we're all gonna have wobbles that's all part of being in business but you've built your solid foundation and then you've built your business on top of that now and i can see that massive difference that it's making to you in your showing up and you how you're taking your business forward and yeah. i think it's flipping amazing so well done honestly Thank you. absolutely brilliant and i've loved love working with you as well so what well, i'm one thing I'd say is what tool would you recommend to people? Have you got, I mean, um, an industry tool or something technology wise, what would you say that you use in your business most? <laughs> well, probably well, two, two things, if I'm allowed to say two. Go on. Because industry based, I would probably say my best tool is my tape measure. You know, I can't do my job. Oh, tell me, now, is it a pulley out one still? Or have you got one electronic? I've got one? a pulley out one and I've got a laser measure. Oh, right, okay. And I promise you, both of them are always in my handbag. Even if it's Christmas Day, they'll be in my handbag. <laughs> because you never know when you need to measure a window. So, um, yeah, I always carry those two things around and I wouldn't be able to do what I do without them. And I'm very picky on what tape measure I have. So in the 12 years I've been doing this, I'm still on my second tape measure. Okay. Um, and I've kept my first because I can't I can't bear to throw it away. It's okay. like the one I learned with all those years ago. Um, <laughs> but also I would say um, recently I have trusted a remarkable, a lot of people haven't heard of them, but I should probably take out shares for the amount that I've sold since I've got them because I keep recommending them yeah. to people and they and they love them. To me, it's a digital notepad. I'm a very visual person. It's just yes. the way that I am. I've always written, handwritten lists and I get a lot of enjoyment from striking through my to-do list or if I'm out with a client and I'm trying to explain something, I, I often say, oh, one minute, I'll just draw it. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, a remarkable is essentially a digital notepad where I can take all my measurements and pictures on site and then just email them to myself. So, so no need for notepads, pens, paper, you save know, the trees. Yeah, cool. OK, what I'll do is I'll put a link to that. I take it. It's a brand, isn't it? So I'll put a yeah, link to that in the show notes as well. You know. That's a really good tip. I love it. I love it. <laughs> thank you. Clara, thank you for being my guest today and kicking off this new series. No, um, it's really, really me. lovely to have you here. And I am excited to watch your new website launch and to watch where you go in 2024 as well. So, um, Clara, how can people connect with you as well, please? Well, you can follow me on Instagram, which is my main platform, Clara with a K dot Stanbridge. You can uh, check out my website, www.clarastanbridge.com. Um, although don't judge it currently, <laughs> as we know, the new one will launch soon. 
um yeah and that's that's how you can get hold of me perfect lovely to have you here and thank you all for listening and i will catch you in the next episode thank you for listening bye bye thank you for tuning in today i hope you've enjoyed this episode and you've gained some valuable insights too now if you're interested in learning more about me and my services in personal branding marketing and style coaching then head on over to my website there you can check out all about me what i offer and you can even schedule a free introductory consultation call you can download some free tools that help you build your own brand you can view my up and coming workshops and events and of course you can read my blogs too. Now my goal is to help you create a powerful personal brand that truly represents you and makes you stand out from the crowd. So whether you need help defining your personal brand, your style, you need help with your brand strategy and your marketing, I'm here to guide you every step of the way. If you have any questions or just want to say hi to me, then don't hesitate to get in touch. Thanks again for listening and I will see you again in the next episode.